Welcome to Learn to Buy and Sell Cars with your host, Randy Adams. Randy has been in the business for decades and is ready to share with you everything you need to know about buying, selling, trading, and dealing with cars. And now, the host of Learn to Buy and Sell Cars, Randy Adams. Good morning, San Antonio. This is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you. The hey, the beautiful day and we had a great rain yesterday so everything's turning around looking great look at that bright sun let's take it to the lord dear heavenly father i give you the praise and the glory building talent heart mind soul body that you bless each and every listener and bless me i bless my listeners to know you love you honor serve you bless them with a joy and a peace that comes from you but give them wisdom and what they're doing and how to do it Help me to be the mentor. Help me to give them the right information. Help them see the light in their lives and in my lives. And I ask in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you, thank you, listeners, for tuning in. Thank you for the opportunity to be with you. Uh, also, uh, I've got uh, something going on. We're going to start on Saturdays, almost every Saturday. Uh, I'm going to be at Easy's. Bob Morrow used to work for me. Great, great guy. Uh, loved his uh, fellowship and just everything about him. And he's manager at Easy's, and that's one of my favorite places to eat. We used to take, after church, we used to go over there all the time. And uh, now I've got other directions. But on Saturday morning from 10.15 to 11.15, if you want to sell me your car, you want to meet me, you want to talk about options, you want to talk about your situation, just anything, it's bidders at 281 and uh, come by Easy's. I'm going to be there. I'm going to have a little. I get up early on Saturday mornings. I don't eat a whole lot because I don't want to belch all through this uh, this radio show. Yeah, Barry's yeah. laughing at me. Thank, Thank you. you, you know, yeah. passing gas and belching and everything else. So I, uh, I don't eat real heavy, so I'm usually hungry. And, uh, you know, fast food going back to New Brunswick is not good, and I love eating at Easy's, so... From 10.15 to 11.15, if you'd like to meet me, show me your car, sell me your car, talk about your car, your truck, your house. I buy houses. Hey, I bought three Bobcats. They're new new uh, Hollands, but, I mean, they're low hours Bobcats. If you want to buy a Bobcat, a 13 model with low hours, I've got three of those. So I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. Don't matter. Man, bought a Dodge truck yesterday with a bad engine. Yeah, from a Dodge store, you know. And so, uh, hey, I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. That's like I say, cars, houses, um, bobcats, uh, it don't matter, trucks. That truck has a bad motor, but I'm going to take care of it, no, no problem. Uh, I, I buy, um, I bought a, I'm going to tell you the unbelievable story in just a few minutes about, uh, I taped a show Thursday, well, I might as well tell it now. I taped a show Thursday morning, and I was all excited. In fact, I've already had a couple of comments on the show because it ran at 5 o'clock this morning on another station. And um, they liked the show, but they didn't know that after that, I got a call from a listener, said, um, Randy, I, in fact, he heard one of my ads on another station, and so he called me and he said, I want to sell a 19 Ford diesel Lariat, 20,000 miles, 4x4, four four, hard loaded, like new, never been in an accident, brand new. Good morning, Donnie. Uh, 
thank you. Thank you again, Donnie. Donnie's, I think, the best ring man around. But anyway, uh, and they have a – hey, I might be able to hit the 8th. We, we're going to have a tape show the 8th, and I might be down there to y'all's auction, Donnie, on the 8th. I'm sure we're trying to plan to do something on it. Good morning, good morning, all you listeners. Wayne Carey. Now, hey, I'm going to tell you, Wayne Carey, I still think he's one of the best auction guys I've ever met, him and Mike Wilkerson, and he's online. So this guy calls me, he's going to sell me this low-miles Ford diesel. Let me tell you how desperate – Desperate dealers do desperate things. Desperate dealers need vehicles. And so right now, the hottest thing you can find probably is a Ford diesel 4 by 4 low miles. So this guy calls me, and he says, I want you to make an offer on it. So he sends me the VIN and the picture. So I look at it. I look it up. I see that I can give 64000 That's unbelievable, but that makes money. 64000 for a 19 Ford diesel, low miles, 4 by 4 like new. So I try to call him, try to call him, can't get him on the phone. I don't know this till later. I'll finish this up. But anyway, I can't get a hold of him. Finally, I text him 64000 Man, that draws a phone call from him. <laughs> he said, you'll write a check for 64000 for this truck? And I said, yes, sir, sure will. He said, I can't believe it. He said, you sure? I said, yeah. I said, and it'll make money from there. I want to buy it. And then he gets me to think, it. maybe I didn't offer enough. Maybe somebody beat me. I said, well, what's the deal, sir? He said, well, I've been shopping my truck around to a bunch of places, independent used car lots, uh, new car dealers. They're all hitting me at forty-five to forty-eight thousand dollars, and you've offered sixty-four. I said, "Yes, sir. I'm ready to write you a check. Bring it to me." He said, "Well, I, let me talk. Let me call you back in a couple of hours." So he calls me back in a couple of hours, and he said, "Let me tell you the, the situation. I promised to sell it to a guy for fifty thousand. He he asked me if I was selling my truck, and I said, "Yeah." And he said, "Well, I want to buy it." And he said, "Well, I've been offered forty-eight, but I want fifty. He so he sells it for fifty thousand. But after I offer sixty-four thousand for this truck, he goes back to the guy and he tries to get the guy to back out. Tries to buy him out. Offers him money to buy it back. Now I've got phone numbers to back this up. I got the guy's name, his phone number, his uh, VIN on the truck. I got everything to back this deal up." So he's offered to sell it to him for 50 Now he's trying to buy it back in order to sell it to me. And as uh, my banker, one of my bankers said, he left 14000 on the table. Well, that's, I got his phone number, folks. I'm not, I'm not telling a story. I'm telling you what happened Thursday this last week. You don't know what's going on in this business. It's the big secret again. You need to know what your vehicle's worth. You need to know what's going on in this business. You need to know because that's your hard-earned money, and you take the opportunity. I can't believe these dealers were trying to steal his truck. But, you know, my buddy that was a quarterback I talked about the last couple of weeks, loyalty. Here he was loyal to this Ford dealer for 30, 40 years, and they want to mouse him around on the value of his truck. They had him 4000 less than what it was worth. 
so loyalty. There ain't no loyalty in the car business. I got to tell you the truth, Bubba. Hey, loyalty's to profit and money, not to you. We don't care. You've done business with us for 40 years. Oh, man, what can you do today, though? Oh, man, how much can I make today? Well, here's a guy you need to know. This is how crazy this business is. I sold another truck a couple of months ago to a dealer, and he cried, oh, man, I have to, I don't want to give 64000 but I am. He cried and cried and cried, didn't want to give 64000 And then he bid seventy one five on the same truck this last week. This is the business that supply and demand. We're in this. This has changed. You, the ball's in your court. Depends on what you want to do, how you want to handle it. But the ball's in your court. If you've got a nice, low-miles car, truck, good morning, Betty. If you've got a low-miles Ford, Chevy, Dodge, anything low-miles and nice, it's worth a lot of money. We have a shortage in cars. I've explained a little bit. I'm going to run through it again. we got people, Valley people want to buy San Antonio cars, Corpus People want to buy San Antonio cars. Houston people want to buy San Antonio. I'm talking about dealers. And then you got Dallas coming down here. Then you've got out-of-state people buying. Uh, there was one week I sold, uh, I think we sold 12 units, and eight of them went out of state. So, I mean, you know, at that's at one auction. Eight units went out of state. Wow, that's a lot. That's a lot of situation. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of cars leaving the area. Then we have more people. We're shipping in people from uh, other countries. How are they going to get around? They're going to need some kind of vehicle. So we're we're sucking all these cars out of the market. We've got a shortage of cars, shortage of NASCAR, shortage. I, I get people calling me every week. I need a good $3,000 car. I say, do you want it to run? <laughs> and then they say low miles. I said, are you kidding me? <laughs> I mean, they devaluated our dollar. They have devaluated our dollar. So now those $3,000 cars are 5000 The $5,000 cars are 7000 Uh Diesel trucks that were forty five are now sixty. I mean, you need to know what the market is. I live, breathe, and eat the market in cars, trucks, houses. Equipment. I buy equipment. Hey, you oil field guys, you got equipment for sale? Give me a call because, hey, they're about to do away with fracking. I've, Chuck, uh, my son's brother-in-law, sharp, sharp guy, really smart. And uh, he's telling me not long ago that, hey, all the, the drilling companies, all the oil companies are going overseas. They're going where they can do business, where the government's try, not trying to run them out of business. So, but we're going to go to electric cars soon. We're going to do away with oil and gas if they can. You know, natural gas is burning. Uh, Just had the word that UPS is buying 3,000 natural gas 18-wheelers because they burn cleaner, more horsepower, motors last longer, motors are cleaner. And that uh, Amazon is about to follow in suit with even more because Dallas Airport's the cleanest airport in the country. Why? Because they're on natural gas. So we've got other ways of doing it. But here we get back to gasoline. 
Bucky's in New Brunswick sells about three, about two hundred thousand gallons of gasoline a day. That's eighty thousand dollars in tax. All right, so how are we going to change this situation when we go to electric cars? Guess what the government's going to do, Bubba? They're going to put GPSs on our cars. They're going to check how many miles we drive, and they're going to charge us. I don't care. Me and GR, G, GR Moore's on the online. We go, we'll sell electric cars. We'll sell bicycles. We'll sell wagons. We don't care. We buy and sell. It don't matter what it is. And so now the government's going to find a way to get that tax money back. Can you imagine all these outlaws? Remember, we elect these good officials that's going to really represent us right. And then they get to Travis County and go brain dead. And then we have all these California and other people coming in that want the government to take care of them because they've been in California and all these other states. And But they want to be in Texas where they're protected. They want to be in Texas, but they want to vote the California way. So what? how are we going to collect this tax money? Hey, we could have electric cars today if they figured out how to do the tax money. We could have electric cars today right now. All we got to do is put a alternate the brand new Ford trucks have got converters on them and they'll run 220 so they'll sure run 110 put put a converter on there charge up put a couple of chargers charge a battery as you go down the road put two put all two alternators on there put one will do the job but put two we're going to have electric cars when they figure out how they can skin us out of that tax money how different way they can get the tax money out of us so we got to know what's going on with this market. That gentleman left 14000 on the table by getting in a hurry to sell this truck. He, was, he apologized to me. He felt bad. He's a radio listener. He's probably listening today. Hey, be sure and give us a call here, Barry. You forgot to remind him. Hey, give us a call here, 210-340-9585. That's 210-340-9585. Ninety-five, eighty-five, and you don't sell me your car. I'll be at Easy's today from ten fifteen to eleven fifteen. My phone number, just in case you're running a little late, eight three zero seven zero eight four seven eight nine. That's eight three zero seven zero eight four seven eight nine. Get pen and paper. I'll give it again. You can always give me a call. Well, I'll talk to you, the good, the bad, and the ugly about the guard business, the good, the bad, and the ugly, what you owe. The good news is you were buried a bunch before, and now you're not quite buried so bad. Somebody just checked my number. Thank you. Hey, thank you, listener, for writing it down. Try it out. So, you know, the good news is prices are up. We're rocking and rolling. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Hey, we're going to be selling, we're going to be selling them electric cars. We don't care. You know, we may have to, I told my son, I've got an 18-year-old son about to go to uh, Abilene Christian, and he's going to study engineering. I said, you need electrical engineering because we're going to need somebody. And then we're going to have to figure out how to get enough electricity for these people to have to plug one in. I still think we need to have alternators on them. But, you know, I've been talking about this for seven years, hey, and I used to have a show in Austin, and I used to say, hey— you engineers at University of Texas, you can fix everything in the world, but you can't fix traffic in Austin, Texas. That, that's what I'd see all the time. Good morning, Chris Wilson. Hey, he's a good dent man. 
you still got your hammer? You put a few dents in, take them out. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so anyway, he takes dents. He used to take dents out for us. He, he moved to the big league. And so, uh, but, you know, we, we've got to be prepared mentally, physically, spiritually for a battle because most of the time until right now, and it's going to be this way, I think, for a year, nice, low-miles cars are going to bring big, big money. So you got to be prepared to understand what's going on in the market. What the, I bought a, a GMC XL from a listener, Suburban outbid everybody in the world on it, all the big guys, all the big independents, everybody around, and sold it to my salesman's parents, and you know, and they love it. They, you know, it was you know thirty seven thousand versus you know. A new one, 80000 If you can find one, you got to order one. Here we go. It's so short in new cars and new trucks. Hey, new car dealers, my son, uh, my granddaughter was playing in a big golf tournament down in Beaumont. And he met the Ford dealer down there. And they were walking, watching college girls golf. And my son said, well, I guess uh, you're short on inventory. He said, oh, yeah. He said, I was selling my new inventory to other Ford dealers for three to 5000 over window sticker. Desperate dealers will do desperate things. I was at a dealership I do some business with, and they sell new Ford trucks. The guy come in and said, you got any Ford Lariat diesel 4x4? I said, got one, and it's this color. Well, I don't like that color. Well, it's the only one we got. And he said, well, do I have to give Wendy a sticker? And they said, whatever you want to do. And he said, all right, I'll give Wendy a sticker. Here a guy's been out shopping trying to find that truck willing to give Wendy a sticker, and they're willing to take it because, you know, they wanted to be halfway fair, but they were down to the last one. And it was an oddball color. Nobody wanted it. Kind of the little black sheep of the family laying over there. Nobody wanting that, that little rough-looking uh, vehicle because of the color. So, you know, what do you do in this situation? So the gentleman that sold me the GMC XL uh, decided, I don't need the unit. Uh, while the market's hot, I'm going to sell. And I, uh, the gentleman that had the 19 Ford, I asked him, I said, well, what are you going to do? He said, I got an older truck. I don't really need this truck right now. I'm going to take it while the market's hot. He left 14000 so he didn't get all the money he should have got, but he got some. You know, 50000 the market was probably 45000 you know, if it was normal market. And he, so he got what he thought, felt like was fair at fifty, but he would really been happy if it had been, you know, a 64000 Good morning, Dick and Karen. And so, you know, you got to know what the market is. You got to know what your budget is. You got to know the future. You got to plan for the future. And like I said, people are now just kicking in on that zero interest. They're making their first payments. You got anything left at the end of the month? Well, maybe, maybe not. Plan for the, make decisions today that'll pay off tomorrow. That's what I'm doing. I'm trying to clean up all my business all the way through. Be prepared mentally, physically, spiritually for a battle in the government that we've got that's come in. I mean, what's going to happen? They're talking about moving some tax deals. Uh, and if you've got a piece of property that, you know, you thought, oh, man, I'll, you know, uh, I'll, I'll pay 20, 25 percent. 
taxes. Now they're going to move it up to 43%. So you own a piece of property and you want to sell it and you're making big money. And so now you're going to have to pay 43%. What's it going to do to the business? What's going to do to the real estate business? How's it going to change the real estate business? You know, and then the the key to the money situation that we devalued has changed everything also. I'm Randy Adams, learn to buy and sell cars.com. Let's let's just start to think about what's going on in our lives. What's the worst value that we can lose going on? I mean, vehicles eat money, lose money, cost money. Hey, uh we used to fix cars for fifty. Now it's five hundred to a thousand just about to do anything. I've had some customers call me that need help on their vehicles because some of these shops, man, I'm going to tell you, you got to know who you're doing business with. Don't get complacent with your mechanic. Don't get complacent with all those. Hello, Garden Roads. Don't get complacent. Uh, shop prices. Shop Amazon. Shop Rock Auto. Shop all those deals. Shop. Hey, shop. I shop all the parts houses in New Bronzeville for the best deal. This is no joke. There was a part the other day, there was a $100 difference between parts houses. Shop them. I mean, I don't know how hard you work for 100 but I hate throwing it. Would you throw it out on the street and let them, you know, take it away? Good morning, Gordon. And so shop everything. Shop. Get two or three mechanics. Find out what they like working on and they don't like working on. Hey, this all costs your hard-earned money. I, I want to explain it this way. You work 40 hours a week. The auctioneers, they work a couple of hours a week. but <laughs> And so you earn your money, and then you make payments on that new vehicle or used vehicle, and that time is gone. You spent that time working, earning your money. You put it in on a car, and the value usually goes down. It hadn't gone down right now, and it's going to stay steady for a while, but usually goes down in value. Now, put a bunch of miles on one. Right now, the key's probably 120 on the miles. And I had a lady call me about her vehicle. I said, you got a great vehicle. Now, if you want the most money, you need to trade it at 88,000 miles. So she's thinking about what she's going to do between now and 88,000 miles. Good news is there's two kinds of cars, a Ford and can't afford, and she can afford a different vehicle. And she, her car's paid for, and she's a single lady. She needs that help. I love helping single women uh, make the right decisions and pr- help protect them in, in the direction they're going. You know, uh, <laughs> hey, GR, that's probably, yeah, probably so. Hey, I'm going to tell you, we had, I had a guy, GR, that, that they wanted 8800 to fix a car, his vehicle. And, of course, they wanted him to buy a new one. But we got it fixed for, I think it was a little under two grand, $6,000 difference to fix the same stuff. Yeah, that 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 service rider can write one up pretty quick, pretty fast. So you got to be prepared mentally, physically, and spiritually for a battle for your money. We got other things to talk about the second half in the show. We're about to end this half. Facebook, I'm going off for four minutes, coming back on. Uh, hey, take this time, call 20 people. Say, hey, Randy Adams is on Facebook Live, Randy Adams. Hey, be sure. 
My pay on this is to go to YouTube, yeah, and subscribe. Listen, it's Randy Adams, Inc. Please go to YouTube. Tell 20 people. Go to YouTube. I've had tremendous response. Um, we had... I got new equipment, but we don't know how to operate it. I got this A and M graduate that we're working on, and I think he went to A and M. He's like me. I drove through A and M anyway. I, f- I used to buy cars at A and M. I used to be there twice a week, and uh, I've, I've told stories about football players coming out of A and M, going to the pros, got a new Lincoln, and get it repoed a little later. But anyway, go to YouTube, please, and tell twenty people. Uh, I'm going to put some new videos on. I'm wanting to put some on today. But go to YouTube, Randy Adams, subscribe, watch the videos. I've had tremendous response. People love it. Um, You need to know mentally, physically, and spiritually what you're doing about your vehicle. Have you ever got behind one you hate? Do you hate your car? Do you hate your payment? you hate what you owe? Well, I got news for you. It may get worse. It can get worse, and it will get worse if you go to the wrong place. There's some places that will kick the trade. Let's talk about kick the trade the second half. Yeah, yeah, you know, hey, don't make your payment. Come on in here, and for 90 days, you don't have to make another one. I'm Randy Adams, learn to buy and sell cars.com. Get pen and paper. Also, I'm going to give you my phone number, and I'll be at Easy's today, 281 and Bitters, 1015 to 1115. If you want to sell me a car, meet me. God bless you. We'll be back in four minutes. Hello, I'm Randy Adams, learn to buy and sell cars.com. Heard right here at 630, the word, every Saturday morning at 9 a.m. I talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly in the car business. You need any questions answered, give me a call, 830-708-4789. Hello again, listeners. This is Randy Adams, uh, also live on uh, Facebook. My, hey, my mobile number's on there, and also the number to call into the show, 210 210- Three four zero ninety five eighty five. That's two ten. Three four zero ninety five eighty five. If you're listening to the show, you can go to Facebook, Randy Adams, and get my mobile number. It's posted on there also. So I want to give you an opportunity to call me anytime. Hey, if I don't answer and you leave a message and you don't hear from me a day or two, please call me again. I mean, I get so many text messages, I get so many emails, I get so many calls. There's days when my phone don't stop, and that's fine. That's what I want to do. I want to give back. I'm a blessed man. I've had a wonderful life. I'm 72 years old. Um, my, I want to, you know, I feel like I'm on barred time. You ever feel like you're on barred time? I mean, the good Lord, um, I went through triple bypass. The doctor said I shouldn't be living. I should be having a heart attack. But I'm here today live and well. Uh, Proverbs 5.23 says he dies for lack of discipline and because of his great lack of good sense. Man, I'm going to tell you, lack of good sense and normal prudence and foresight. A foolish act produces problems. The ability to govern and discipline oneself Man, I'm going to tell you, it's hard to say no to myself, but I'm getting better at it. I really am. I'm telling you, it's hard to say no to yourself to, man, I'm on blueberry muffins and banana pudding and, I don't know, Mexican food. <laughs> I I struggle with that, I guarantee. And, you know, like I said, I had this dream car that I could have bought, and it was a bargain. It was a bargain. 
But man, I'm gonna tell you, uh, I taught myself. I told myself no, and I'm glad I did. Uh, I'm doing better at talking to myself too, or, or or straighten myself out. You know, I love Proverbs one five. Let the wise listen to add to their learning. Maybe I need to learn listen to myself every once in a while, huh? <laughs> and my dad was the world's greatest at don't do what as I do, do as I say. Uh, he was real good at that because, man, I'm going to tell you, he, well, I learned a lot from him. I love him. Uh, you know, I think we can learn from our parents. We can learn from a lot of people. But we got to be open-minded and, and wanting to learn, wanting to grow, wanting to be the best we can be. And I, here we go again. I just happened to have my car dealer magazine. Thought I'd show it to you, and I got something highlighted right there. And it, let me, let me see. We, as F&I managers, are a unique and critical building block of the dealership, working long and tedious hours, focusing on the restlessness paperwork and the numbers that swirl around us, driven by the prevailing winds that the customers, that that is the customer. We are trained to do one thing and one thing only, yeah, become a giant money-making monster. That's that's the print right there. Look at there. That's in print. Giant money-making monster. Increase the numbers of profitability turns a day. Get the customer in and out with speed and efficiency and become the masters of the F&I game. Masters of the F&I game. Maybe you need an even playing field. Giant, giant profit money-making machine. Well, you got a target on your back, folks. <laughs> yes, you do. Yeah. You know, that's why you need to learn to buy and sell cars.com. You need my videos on YouTube, Randy Adams, Inc. Please go there and subscribe. Good morning, Greg. I was wondering where you was at. You get up late this morning? Or <laughs> Greg's usually on the first half of the show. I guess he's waiting. But anyway, good to see you. Uh, he's in Michigan. And so are you ready to go against a trained professional assassin that they're number one? It says right here. I got it, on, got it in the magazine. We are trained to do one thing and one thing only, become a giant money-making monster. That's hey, right there. I put it on there. I highlighted, wrote it read around there so you can see what this magazine says, you know. And and it says here, this article was dead on. This is somebody else writing his, Ron. This article was dead on perfect. Are you the F&I manager or are you the F&I clerk? You spoke the entire truth. Thanks for this writing. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that F&I person knows the difference between that money-making monster machine and a clerk. What's a clerk? Well, I'm... A clerk doesn't try to put you together. Don't try to say everything but the kitchen sink. They just try to sign you up, get you out the road, make it, you know, where you can get the deal transferred. Um, had a customer the other day that was walking around with a title. Uh, paid his, his, Here's the amazing thing. He had a contract. He paid the tax transfer to the dealer, and the dealer handed him the title. He didn't pay the taxes. Um, we're supposed to transfer the deal. It's legal to it's it's a law that we have to transfer deals. 
And so here's a customer walking around, paid the tax money, paid the transfer money, paid the, all the money up front, and then the dealer didn't follow through. He swallowed that money and sent the customer down the road. He's trying to figure out how to get it in his name, you know, because if he has an accident with insurance, are they going to pay him? Um, my ex-wife's selling insurance for Allstate. Allstate's a good company. Uh, if you need her phone number, give me a call if you'd like to buy insurance, car insurance from her. Um, she's, you know, that's one, when we were, she was running my business, she was excellent insurance, but she knows so much about it. I think she's more for helping the customer, making sure they understand. She understands both ways. I understand the car business both ways, but the customer don't, just like that guy that left 14000 on the table on his truck. He didn't understand the business both ways. He don't understand what the market is. And there's so much information out there, it's so hard to catch all of it. And that's why I'm working so hard getting up YouTube to be the best, the best YouTube out there, the best I can do, and the best information for you to learn. Because just like that guy left 14000 on the table, that'd buy a pretty nice truck. He could have took that extra 14000 and done something with it, you know. And that's why uh, I had another customer that I saw, bought a vehicle off of. He said, I've been shopping around, you know. How can you be 2500 higher than the big independent used car dealerships around? I said, well, because, number one, I don't have the overhead they got. Overhead is huge in the car business. I'm a blessed man. I'm not bragging. I'm telling you, my, my car lot's paid for. My cars are paid for. I've got the lowest overhead around for the size of operation I am, by far. Some of these independent used car lots, their their overhead's a million and a half, two million a month. They got to make that money somewhere. So when you take your car over there, odds are they're not going to be able to pay the money I can pay. I beat most of them 19 out of 20 times, and that. And when they make that mistake, I tell you to go over there and collect the money. Don't let them mouse you around, beat you up. The new deal right now, a lot of people are on radio, a lot of people on the Internet telling you they want to buy your car. I bought a car yesterday. The car's not perfect, but the gentleman needed to sell it. He'd been trying to sell it. He was happy what I gave him. I met him at 281 and 46 and bought the car. You know, he was ready for me to beat him up. He'd been to other places where they made an offer on the car, get over there, and then they beat you up. Oh, well, I can't give that. Walked around, it's 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 a 120,000-mile car. You don't expect a new car. It's going to have some dings on it. It's going to have a few little minor options. Now, if the motor's bad, transmission bad, or something like that, that's a different story. But, I mean, the car ran and drove fine. Now, it didn't look real pretty, but that's fine. Hey, there's a... A seat for every rear end around. Somebody needs that vehicle. I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. I buy a hundred dollar car. I buy a hundred thousand dollar car. I'll buy Bobcats. I got three of those. Trying to find some dump. You got any dump trucks? I need a couple of dump trucks. If you got some dump trucks, you own a company, give me a call. I need cargo vans. I need three quarter ton trucks. I got an eighteen Chevrolet three quarter ton truck, and it's ten thousand cheaper than one I saw sell at the auction. Now, it does have 30,000 more miles, but I've got a three-quarter ton Chevy gas 4x4 just came in. 
And so I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. Cars, trucks, houses, equipment. So give me a call, 830-708-4789. My phone number's on Facebook, Randy Adams. You can go there and write it down uh, and be sure and give me a call. Hello, Ray, right? Uh, he's in Houston. Uh, he lived in New Brunswick at one time. His parents did right down the street from me. And so I want you to, I want you to know what's going on in the car business. I just like, uh, Rox Covert, Rox Covert and I have been friends over 40 years, done business over 40 years. I got some people delivered a new car to their door the other day through them. I don't make any money. They advertise radio show that I have. And so, Rocks Covert, now Covert Auto Group, I help people. I got a friend of mine, a truck. It was so much cheaper, you're not going to believe it, so I, I, I'm not even going to say. I saved him a whole lot of money going to Covert Auto Group. Uh, some of these friends and relatives of salesmen at some of these big car lots, new car dealers, their their relatives come to me for them for me to get them new cars. I get you a new Chevrolet truck, Ford truck. Right now they're short. You know it's hard to get them. GMC, Buick, Jeep, uh, Dodge, Toyota, Cadillac, Lincoln delivered to your door. Uh, I do a lot of business with the Covert Auto Group. I've done, like I say, I've done business over forty five years with Rocks Covert, and we've never ever had a problem. Never had a problem. And when money's a factor, number one factor, and you never have a problem, his word's good, my word's good. I want I want to keep it that way, and that's what I try to do. Uh, just had an issue with a not an issue. I fixed it, and and it wasn't an issue at all. But I uh, I sold a vehicle a couple of weeks ago, and the mechanic told me he fixed it and fixed it right, and he didn't. So it cost me money out of my pocket. I fixed it. You got to do what's right, and and that's what you want to do. So, if you're prepared to walk into a dealership, uh, you better be mentally, physically, and spiritually ready. We got a phone call uh, to answer answer what you know, whatever it comes in in your life. What can you afford? What do you need? Look at your needs. Look at your budget. Look at the future. Look at what you're thinking about. What's going to happen? I've got a lady that called me the other day, and she was wanting a late model car, but now she's found out her job's a little shaky. So she's not going to she's not going to load up and buy that vehicle. So we're fixing up. I've helped her fix up a few things on her car so she can you know, afford this car and keep driving it. Good morning, Carlos. How you doing? You going to be at Easy's at 1015 today? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Easy's. I'm going to have lunch. I'm going to have lunch at Easy's at 281 and Bitters at 1015 to 1115. Okay. You going to have lunch at Easy's on, on 281? Yeah, Bitters and 281, right by the okay. airport. From, for which time? From, from, 10, uh, 10 15 to 11 15. I'll okay, be there. That's good. Yeah, I see you there, hopefully. Yeah. Okay. Let me ask Mr. Randy. Yeah. Sorry I can call you so late. I know you have to punish me. I was telling, uh, <laughs> punish you. Very nice person answering me. Punish you. Guy, Make fun of you or what? No, I'm sorry. You know, first, thank you to the radio station. Yeah, to thank the you. You're right. Sponsor, thank you. Hopefully, you have a good health. Your family is good. You know, my question is to you, and I don't know how to answer. I have a friend, he went to, to buy a Mercedes, you know, out of San Antonio. 
And the point is, uh, he, he, he's leasing it, but he wants to buy it. How he can do that? I really don't know. What do you mean? He by, just, he just, he show him the money. Huh? He have to only go back to the dealer and say, now I want to buy? Yeah, if he's got the money. I yeah, mean, you have to know. She tell me uh, Thursday, you know, when we, we, when we see each other. You go, no, I bought a Mercedes. Oh, that's nice. You know, how much you pay? No, 42000 Okay, that's nice. So yesterday, uh, Thursday, yesterday he called me and said, well, my mother wants to uh, buy it instead of leasing it. I don't know how, for how long is the contract or how this is working. You can give us a little. The only thing you have to do is go over there and tell, now I want to buy it. What to be the same price and of how well, he signed a lease, and uh, they're not going to let him out of that lease because I guarantee you they're making plenty of money on that lease. Leasing, usually, uh, they make 15 to 20% on a lease, and that's okay. your money. And if you've got a chance to write it off, you're writing off whatever your tax bracket is. Uh, the problem is uh, Mr. Biden's going to go up on the tax bracket, so you're going to get to write off more. Gee, thanks. Biden, we're going to get to ride off more. Wow. But anyway, wow. that's going to be a tough uh-huh. situation because once they tie them in on a lease, that's big profit. And they've already got the lease executed. So they, they've already collected that profit, and they've already put it in the bank, and some of them are already spent it. So, they, hey, there they're, they're in no easy deals in the car business. Once you sign it up, uh, good morning, Kim. How you doing? Man, them, grandboy, them grandsons are growing. Uh, saw him on Facebook yesterday. So, I mean, you know, once you sign that contract, it ain't easy to get out of that contract. And so now he's wanting to go to purchase on it. That's going to be a tough situation. I'm not sure okay. it's going to work out for his best benefit. So you, you've just got to be prepared for battle anything. you got to make the right decision at the right time while you're there. Now, a lot of these guys – We'll let you out in seven days, but leases they're not going to let you out because you showed up there. Unless they delivered it, they, you got three days to to back out of a deal if they delivered it to your house. They signed you up there, but once you hearken the door, they don't have to back out of that deal. So that's going to be a deal that's going to be tough to turn around for him wow. to buy it instead of leasing. Uh, Dave Ramsey and Randy Adams both agree. Don't lease a car and don't rent to own. Man, I'm going to tell you, these rent-to-own lots will rip you off in a heartbeat. And so I've seen some of those situations lately. And so you got to watch out for rent-to-own. you got to watch out for leasing. You know, there, I know a guy that uh, used to, you could lease a car all the way down to $1 and then buy it for $1. Well, you know, the government... And the tax people, they got that cut off. You know, they're going to figure out, oh, that deal's not going to work. He's writing it all off, taking it personal, you know. And then they take it, they can buy it personal. And then what they were doing is going and selling the car for big money and swallowing the cash. And so that happens, and I understand. And and it sure worked good for us for a while. But (laughs) the government stepped in and said, we're missing money. They don't want to miss a dime. That's why... They made a law that we have to transfer all deals 
the government wants all that tax money. They don't want to lose that tax money. And we have city officials and elect officials trying to spend it, throw it away, give it to their brother-in-law and their family fast as they can. So, you know, I think these I think they're going to have a difficult situation getting out of that deal. Okay. Let me uh, let, let me ask you something. When you lease a car or rent a car, you how long they give you for the contract? One year, two years, or how this works, Mr. Rent? Lease? Well, most off they always put a big fee on over usage. May get all the miles if you happen to lease. I've I've talked to some super rich widow ladies who want to drive a brand new car constantly, and they don't go nowhere. And so I tell them, I said, you know, you need 15,000 miles a year. I don't drive that much a year. Well, that's fine. But let me tell you, if you happen to be, something happens, you start needing to go to the doctor or do some things, your mileage will go up. Get at least 15,000, not 12,000 a year. Make sure the penalty's not more than over about 20, 25 cents. I've seen some 45 and 50 cent penalty miles. So if you, you know, you go, you know, 10,000 miles over, uh, you're going to owe a whole lot of money. I had some people two years ago that brought in a Toyota, and there was a $22,000 penalty for overusage of mileage. And so they okay, said, what wow. do we do, pay the 22000 I said, no, buy the car for 13000 sell it to me for eleven, and you lose 2000 versus 22000 I think that's a lot better way to go. So, but, wow. hey, car dealers, there's no... There's no free rides. At least sounds great, but they, they're number one. They don't know what the residual is coming back in, what that car is going to be valued. So they have to leave themselves room. They penalize you. They make money on penalizing. And if there's any damage or something, they try to charge you there. And then they go in on the deal making 15 to 20%. Leasing companies make a lot of money, and it sounds great. Oh, I've got me a new car every three years. But, you know... I've I've known some people that have been leasing cars for 30 years, and they don't have anything to show for it. They're about to give this one guy's about to give up two cars for him and his wife, and they've been leasing cars for 30 years. It sounds great, but they've been paying this big money every month, and now when they turn these in, they start zero down. They got they got to give some more money to lease a car. Then they go to the monthly deals. And then they got to watch out for the penalties. And they're right now they're trying to keep the miles under what they're allowed. So it's always a battle. You got There's a lot of thinking, a lot of strategy that goes in on the lease. Oh, wow. I don't know what's so complicated because I know people, they lease the cars. And like you say, every year, I don't know how much is the difference. You know, I'm going to do that. But in the way you say, yeah, it's a little risky, you know, because you can lose. Well, yeah, you can. There can be some penalties. There can be some situations. There can be some damage on it. Uh, and you just got it. There's so many different options on a vehicle. So many things that can happen. Like my neighbor, a couple of weeks ago, she was over. We were having Easter with my neighbors, and uh, I looked at her car and I said, "Do you collect insurance on your hail damage?" She said, "No." She said, do I have it coming? I said, yeah, look at your policy. You got hail damage coverage. Well, I, I didn't collect. I said, well, go tell them you need, you got it. Go show it to your agent. Tell them you want $6,000 and then drop down to 5000 and fight them all you can. She got 4200 for her wow. hail damage. You know, but there's so Absolutely. many different options. The big secret is the car business. 
in the business world. We keep y'all hid out. We keep the customer undercover. It's like, you know, mushrooms. We cover you full of poo-poo and keep you in the dark, you know. And that's the way the car business. We don't tell you about, hey, you're going to be buying this car. It costs you $40,000. Five years from now, when you have 120, 150,000 miles on it, we're going to give you 1500 in case you and say you another one, tell you we love you. Show me the money, honey. Yeah. Wow. And so that's the way they don't tell you all that. They don't, you know, maybe we need to put a caution sticker. We have it on cigarettes. We have it on medicine. Caution. This is great loss value. Maybe we need to stick stickers on cars everywhere. Put caution, loss of value in the next five years. So people know what's going on, what the real loss is going to be. And caution on this loan right here, the interest rate you're paying. If you don't pay, guess what? We're coming to pick you up. Yeah. Don't, how do you get back on your feet quick? Miss a payment. So I don't know. Maybe we need a caution sign on car. Hey, that hey, these politicians love to do that on gas cars. Hey, you're driving a gas car. You know, you're you got a lot of problems. But on our electric cars, you know, you're not gonna have to buy gas. You don't have to have to pay all that tax. But we'll figure a way to collect from you one way or another. Hey, I still the other day I passed ten gravel trucks in one day. And they all had Oklahoma license plates. Why? Because stupid Texas lets them drive all up and down. The the tractors had Texas plates, but all in all, carrying that, you know, 20 tons of gravel on the back end of it, and we're tearing up the roads, and they're not paying taxes for carrying that trailer around. It's because our elected officials, they're so smart, aren't they? Don't we just love them? They're little sweethearts. Yeah. They don't care. They hate the hate. Hey, elected fish, you're missing the tax money. Make these truckers pay for the ta- what they're tearing up. Oh, well, they're buying diesel. Well, yeah, but they're on our roads carrying 20 tons of gravel. And y'all let them get by with that? Yeah, but we're getting money under. They're helping us get reelected. We don't care what you do as long as we get reelected. Yeah, hey, you can be an outlaw. But, hey, title loans, 330% interest. Hey, yeah, rob the poor people. 330, 99% of them get elect, uh, get repoed. Hey, I'm Randy Adams. Be sure and go to YouTube, Randy Adams, Inc., and subscribe. Tell 20 people to go to YouTube, Randy Adams, Inc. Go to learntobuyandsellcars.com. Call me anytime, 830-708-4789. Not after, I mean, not after 11 o'clock, but 830-708-4789. Love to talk to you. Keep calling. God bless you. I'll be at Easy's from 1015 to 1115 today if you'd like to sell me your car. God bless you. Hey, forgive everybody. Don't carry that baggage around. Hey, forget about yesterday. Let's live for today and tomorrow. Make decisions today that will pay off. God bless you. God bless you, Kim, and all you listeners. We love you. Jesus loves you. Hey, be the best you can be. God bless you. Through the Bible with Dr. J.